And we're here tonight, as always, with like the dopest show in Hampton Roads. That's right. The dopest show ever. Absolutely. Like abroad. Speak, speak those things that are not as if they are. You look so sexy are. when you talk in the word. Oh, Say God. something else. <laughs> something else. <laughs> something else. <laughs> Y'all know we love, we love, 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 love each other. Absolutely. And we love you guys so much for just taking out your time to get your coffee, your hot chocolate, your yeah. whatever. And you're sitting there just waiting for your favorite show. We don't count it. Like, we do count it as a privilege mm -hmm. that y'all always want to rock with us. Yeah. Before we get started, you know, your girl, I got to talk about the things that keep us on the air. Absolutely. We want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Green Glove out of Baltimore, Maryland. Y'all, they do everything from your cars to your RVs to power washing your homes. If you need it, they do excellent work and they're black owned. Mm -hmm. So you want to slide on over to our website to get all of their contact information so that you too can get the best green glove that the DMV has to offer. Mm -hmm. Cool. You want to do Spartan Ads? Absolutely. Uh, Spartan Ads is also another um, another company out of Baltimore, Maryland. It, it, they design websites yes. for your churches, your organizations, any anything that you need. They design websites, logos, and some other technical stuff that uh, Jonathan Wah, which yes. is the 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 young he's genius. young, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the young genius. He's a out baby of Baltimore, in Jesus. Maryland, and he's excellent. Um, Spartanass.com. That's it. Yeah, that's you, it. It's okay that you forgot. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Spartanass.com. You guys, slide on over to Amazon.com to pick up my fresh new book, Trusting the Promises of God, one day at a time. You know where to get it. Amazon.com, or you can go to the Chris and show.weebly.com and you can pick it up there. You can find us on every social media platform. You can find us on all podcast podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. Gotta say it slow, y'all. You can find us there. But it's because I'm so excited. We've got an amazing couple with us on tonight. Y'all know we love talking about relationships yes. and Jesus and yes. how you need more of him yes. to keep your relationship. Yes. But sometimes, y'all, you can have all the Holy Ghost in the world and that relationship just does not work out. Mm -hmm. And it really is okay Absolutely. because God's got a ram in the bush <laughs> and he will send you love. <laughs> the second time around so y'all we are here with mega influencer she is now known as mrs well she's mrs kevin williams but y'all know her as winter williams y'all have also seen her as winter harris uh want to talk about yourself and then introduce this fine huck of a man that god gave you <laughs> Well, first of all, thank you guys for having us on. We're excited to be with you guys on tonight. Um, yes, so my name is Mrs. Winter Williams now, uh, and I just got married on July 5th, but I've been a relationship expert and coach for about five years now. The, this December was my five-year anniversary uh, on social media. So for five years, I've been in the relationship world, and I was newly divorced coming onto the scene. And so there was a lot of information that I was giving people 
out of my experience with being married and subsequently divorced, then I was married for 15 years. That uh, union gave me four kids. And so I'm a mom of four. And um, I began this journey on social media. So I'm on uh, IG, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, uh, preaching the gospel of healthy relationships uh, through the eyes and through the lens of Christ. And so I specialize in, in Christian relationships more specifically. I always give a biblical perspective. And so it was interesting for people following me to follow me newly divorced and, you know, on this dating while, you know, divorce journey to then transition into being into what we call a covenant courtship that led to an engagement and subsequent marriage. And it all happened within six months. So it was very rapid, but I took the audience on a journey with me. And um, a lot of that had to do with this hunk of a man you mentioned. Um, and I listen, you know, Amira, I didn't pull in. I didn't hold any punches yes. when it came to my um, standards. I was very direct and very uh, sure of what God had called me uh, to do and my purpose. And I was not going to settle. And so I teach women and men, honestly, how to not settle. And what does that look like? From a Christian perspective, and so for them to see me transition now, um, yeah. after kind of being a you know in your face relationship yeah. expert and coach, yeah. to like who who now who this Harpo like <laughs> you know <laughs> who this man that's you know talking about, and then we ended up married, but he had a lot to do with that. And you made a comment prior to us going live on the air, like wait a minute, who is this man that pulled Winter Harris? You had to be. Um, yeah. on your game and he was like and that was the thing he didn't play any games yeah. he was very intentional he was very uh committed once he decided that he wanted to move forward with pursuing me that's what it was there was no back and forth and he pulled out all the stops I mean it's literally hands down I say this often the best first date I've ever been on in my life okay in my life and uh oh, we pretty much have been wow. <laughs> we gotta put a star next to that way come back to that after yes. you finish yeah. oh, yes. oh yes <laughs> yes let me tell it was like listen we were pretty much inseparable from that point forward I mean we didn't look back uh we both were very prayerful. We didn't come in this looking for a relationship. That's the other thing. We connected through business. He reached out to me uh, for last potential. September. Yeah, last September. So it's been over a year. So we knew each other for about seven months before it turned romantic. And it was strictly platonic, strictly business. I wasn't looking at him. He wasn't looking at me. Uh, but we were very kingdom focused. And we had a common goal to advance the kingdom. And that's how we connected. So I like to say we connected in spirit first. And then I think once the Lord was like, Okay, I got y'all's attention. Um, then all the the bells and whistles came because then I was like, oh, you know, he's kind of fine, you know, <laughs> he's handsome, and um, it just kind of progressed from there. You got anything to say? I'm talking a lot, but you got anything to say, babe? <laughs> all I know is that when we did turn the nozzle on to see each other from a different light, God had to download specific instructions so that I could court his daughter and and god i tell you he put the stops on me <laughs> brother chris like i ain't never seen the stops like he i mean i couldn't even kiss her until i was too engaged he gave me like clear instruction i ain't never heard that before i yes. thought it was being too holy i mean and, and, and i had never i had never had that but i knew that 
this was someone special. Obviously, she's a beautiful queen, but more than that, the gift that God has deposited in her to impact many lives. I knew I had to treat her as if I was like, you know, I felt like I was going up in the door. You know that scene with Martin and Will Smith and the guy come up there and you know, I feel like God was like, you know, you're going to do this one, right? You're, going, you're, going, you're not going, I mean, I was given clear, even down to when we had our first date. I thought I needed two weeks to just kind of get it together, prepare. And sure enough, I, I think I caught her off guard on the first date. And then after that, it was just off to the races. Yeah, that's I was pretty blown thing. away. Wow, that is, that's phenomenal. And it shows that with men, when we know what we want, and we're focused on what we want, they ain't nothing that can you stop us. Especially away. when God has the divine order. Come yeah. on. It's yeah. nothing that can stop us. That's, that's awesome. And women, and it just go, I, don't, I know you know this, Winter. It, it's like women, you, you, you don't have to be so extra mm -hmm. when God created you to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And God will send the man mm -hmm. to find you. Mm -hmm. That's Amen. right. True story. True story. You running around looking thirsty. I'm just It's excellent. And um, God put us in this arena. And, 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 and I'm just like amazed of the people that he has put us in. Uh, at the table with, mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. I thank God for that. But I just want to just say that it, it's it's this is excellent. This is excellent for relationships. Yeah, this is what people need. Yeah, and I think we can stop a lot of divorces from happening, <laughs> and, and and stop a lot of marriages from even occurring. Yes, come on, touchdown truth. <laughs> because you guys, y'all just said y'all said so much. The, the three of you said so many things that were so important one thing that you said kevin is that god gave you direct clear instructions right but that yeah. means that you were in a posture to hear Love it. yeah and so yeah. go ahead go ahead no it was almost like a daily download and i had never experienced this before like every day like there was something new and they were practical things like the type yeah. of flowers yeah. the type yeah. of way i would bring certain things to her very specific it was almost like like God already knew her and he was getting me to understand her. And so he would give me insight. And I didn't know I was hitting bullseye like that, to be honest. I was <laughs> trying to trying to do the best I could, what I was understanding, and I would bring it and it would catch her off guard. Like, how did you know? Or, you know, you okay. didn't know. I, I mean, you know, all of that. But I was listening. I was listening to her and I was listening to God. And I was serious about making that connection. I was like, not gonna mess this up. I was like, Lord. I, this woman here yeah. is a queen and she needs yeah. to be treated as such. And because he kept reminding me, I mean, we got to kind of tell you every day, this is my daughter. I said, okay, right. God, I got you. I got you. <laughs> She's your daughter. Okay, I ain't going to mess with your daughter. You have no problems with God. I ain't going to mess with your daughter. Jesus. I don't want no smoke. That's right. No, I'm, I'm like, we cool. We cool like that. God, don't you know, let me just take care of the good. I know you know what? I. I think it's it's important what he's mentioning because in what you said, Amir, the reason why it's important that we share is because there is so much noise out there that people don't believe it's possible. People That's don't right. believe that you can actually hear God and he can actually lead you and direct you and guide you in, in your relationship, in the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. And I, and I say this often to people that are listening to me. I said, 
we like to say God doesn't choose our spouse, but who you marry is literally one of the most important decisions you will ever make in your life. And why would an intentional God leave that up to chance? Think about that. Why would he leave that up to chance in his all knowing wisdom and, and right. infinite, you know, power and insight? Why would he leave that up to chance? And I believe that we can trust God in those things that he knows best. I believe he has a best choice in mind. I, I realized that a lot of what God was doing was not just bringing a man that could cover me, but, but, but the man that had the capacity to cover my call and where God was taking me. And that matters when you are called for a purpose. And all of us are, we all have a purpose to serve, but it's important that you're covered properly. And I hadn't in encountered that yet. That was a challenge I was having while I was dating. And a lot of times we think, you know, oh my gosh, I'm doing something wrong and I'm not doing this right. And I need to find just the right person. But a lot of it is that we don't understand ourselves. We don't understand who we are in the Lord enough to really surrender our, our will to his and allow him, you know, the time and the space to give us the wisdom. Um, so I'm grateful that we were just yielded is what it boils down to. We, we were not perfect, but we were yielded. And I'm grateful for that. It's clearly God's hookup. You know, most time brothers try to find the hookup with the right woman, but it was God's hookup. And, yep. and he reminded us of that. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. It was uh, the first date that we actually it wasn't actually it wasn't an official date it was our last business meeting mm -hmm. and the lord has spoke to her and i we were wrapping up some business working on a website that sort of thing and she got real quiet and i was like did i say something wrong did i do something wrong i didn't know what happened fast forward she tells me later god had spoken to her of course she's not going to tell me what god has said because we were not at that place yet right and i was still trying to stay focused you know, just not do anything but stay focused on the point. But then when God called her to cross over the same time, that's when he started speaking to my heart within that same week. And then I stepped up and I made my intentions known. And then after that, we connected. Of course, you know how it is, three, four, five o'clock morning, night calls, and you can't get off from each other, just trying to, you know, get it all in. It's just to get know, know the person. And let me be, he said, get off of each other by phone. We waited. We did not have sex oh, yeah, until no, marriage. Yeah, let no, me, no. let me so keeping it real was she was at her house I was at my house yeah. Yeah. Four, five yeah. in the morning on the phone let me be keeping yeah. it real yeah. 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 let's clarify that somebody was like y'all couldn't get off each other for a while they always looking for something yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen y'all I know that they're telling the truth and I know that Kevin was special because Kevin's face ended up on Winter's Facebook page, okay? <laughs> that was a miracle. And then I said, oh, he must be something special. And then <laughs> I get the invite to the wedding. I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so beautiful. They look amazing. <laughs> Winter then sends out a message. Don't inbox, don't DM, don't call me because I can officially get laid. I said, okay, yeah. Father, yeah, clearly she she's practice. been waiting. She's yeah. been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. She's been waiting. So many amazing <laughs> things, Kevin. I want to go back to, and we've got like a minute left. I want to go back to. Um, you were talking about how God was just really telling you in detail what to do, right? But that you needed to take a pause and prepare mm -hmm. for the first date. Mm -hmm. 
preparation, guys. Mm-hmm. When you're listening to this show, I want you to sit down, y'all, and get your pen and paper. If Pookie is not preparing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a problem. That's right. Because preparation is key yeah. because yeah. you only have one time to make that godly impression, right. to yeah. be able to say, this is what I want. These are my intentions. This is how I'm going to go about it. Preparation is so important. Y'all, we have to take our first break. But when we come back, Kevin, I want you to talk to us about the importance of preparation as the head of the relationship, as the Adam, as the man, as the covering. And then I want you to talk to us about what it's like receiving a woman that's already pregnant with destiny and how you fit into that groove. So I know most of the brothers going to think I'm a little bit out of the box on this one because it, it was new to me. And, and I, okay. I had a little bit of something to say to God. I said, God, you want me to write down on paper and give her a covenant courtship with instructions of how we're to move forward, guidelines? I said, Lord, she's got to be the most special woman ever in my entire life because he gave specific, I, I ended up presenting her a scroll with a covenant contract. It was called a covenant courtship. I gave a poem, uh, things that we would get to know because we're bringing a blended family of six. So her her four, my two, uh, again, it's not our first rodeo. So we had to be really clear about what is it that we're going to do. Think about it now, we're not gonna be kissing. So we got to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was uh, clear, uh, uh, well, God was clear to me about understanding not just the love languages, but what types of things does she like? The specific gifts that she like. You know, in the five love languages, she likes gifts, yeah. affirmation and yeah. gifts. So mm-hmm. as I was learning about her, now she's not really telling me this. This is God downloading to me. So I'm starting to step up and show her what I believe God was saying about his daughter. And when right. I was doing it, I didn't know the impact it would have because, you know, God is like giving clear instruction. So when he does it, he does it right. So all I'm doing is just obeying God, just like she was. And now God is blessing because of the obedience of following clear instruction. I came to her with, with a written contract. <laughs> she told and me. he expected a whole signature. Um, that, and, and going back to the preparation, a lot of the preparation, he detailed how we would get to know each other, each other's love languages, our children, what their strengths and weaknesses were. Uh, he came with some heavy hidden questions like ministry. Where do we see ourselves going? What was, you know, purpose, understanding call? He knew, and I didn't really get into it because I was kind of uncomfortable sharing that with people at the time mm-hmm. uh, that I had a prophetic gift. He mm-hmm. came, he said, God told me you're a prophet. And he said, you know, do you walk in that? And I said, yes, I do. He said, yeah, God has been speaking to me on how to, you know, cover you and pray for you. So we mm-hmm. were doing regular devotional and Bible study, like making sure we were, were establishing our uh, relationship on a biblical foundation. So that yeah. was something he brought. And hear me when I say this, ladies, when a man is truly a man of God, there's a lot of preparation that God really deals with him on and and don't settle in that. People can say whatever they want, but he's demonstrated to me that it's possible. A lot of it boils down to 
men having the right accountability and the right mm -hmm. covering themselves mm -hmm. um, and the right examples to really be in a position to step up and be the leaders and the covering that God has called them to be. And so mm -hmm. God doesn't water that down just because we have men that are not capable. That standard still mm -hmm. exists and that's yeah. a standard that God sets. And so he walked that out. That's really all the preparation was. He walked out what it meant to sacrifice um, and sacrifice daily. Now, as far as being... Um, being with a, a woman that was pregnant with destiny i'm probably i'm probably sure he was like this woman is a lot well <laughs> again i think because when god was revealing to me who she really was it was uh making it crystal clear of how i need to prepare myself to work alongside of her because she not only does her live she does a lot of ministry online of course as you know but also she ministers to her kids very well. She's got four wonderful kids and, and she has a heart after people. So I had to, God was already working with me in, in ministry and businesses and things that were doing extremely well as far as starting to, to, to expand. And, and I wanted to see how I could support her while we could still grow together. So there was a lot of really detail we got into, even to the point when, when we were at the stage where we knew God was about to launch, we still were very sensitive to hear what God was saying. And as a matter of fact, even to this day, when we get out of line, and trust me, we're now married. Yep. Like my mom says, y'all is married now. So now that we're married, the enemy tries to come in at so many different levels because mm -hmm. the impact something that God has that we're working on in Vegas, you'll hear about this down the road, um, is very impactful. That's going to transform a lot of lives. And it's, it's very kingdom agenda. It's, it's, it's serious on the tip of ministry at a huge scale. And so I, I knew that God was giving me the right person. And so even now we have to remind each other, look, regardless of how we feel about learning, make that transition, whatever, we have to remain in obedience the same way we came together. That's mm -hmm. right. Kevin, um, I, I, I can definitely relate with you um, about the downloads mm -hmm. from God. <clears throat> I remember we had gotten to a point in our marriage and we were at the point where Amira just came to me and said, I'm not happy. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I want a divorce. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a shock to me and it, 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 it was like, because I, I, you know, sometimes as men, I'm just saying we were, I wasn't tracking. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's, that's pretty common for most men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brother, so, we, we welcome to the club. That's how, that's how we are. <laughs> I just wasn't tracking. So what God did, I, I, I mean, I went to God. I, I, I straight went to him. I cried. I, I, I just opened up and I was like, we at this time we had had we had we had two babies. Yeah, yeah we had two two children and we were eight years in. Yeah. So I had mm -hmm. to like lay myself before God mm -hmm. and I had to say, God, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And when I released that, he began to download exactly yep. mm -hmm. what to do like step by step step one this is what you're going to do mm -hmm. get up early you're going to go do this you're going to go do that mm -hmm. you're going to go here you're going to change jobs you're going to yep. do this you're going to make this decision you're going to yep. make that decision and what i didn't realize 
I was in the middle of doing it, and I'm 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 following instructions, just yep. like like in the army or the navy or any other yep. military yep. branch. I'm following instructions blindly. Yes. And what I didn't realize is she was watching the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I could come I, before the, these instructions were given. I could come to her and say, "Baby, baby, please," and uh, uh, um, I'm going to do better. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. To see me following right. the instructions right. of That's God, following godly instructions. Yes. And by her knowing the word herself, she could understand that. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This this is not the Chris that I know. Mm-hmm. Right. This is becoming a new Chris. He became yep. sexy, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, wait a minute, Jesus, hold up. <laughs> what is walk away because a yeah. miracle is fit to take place. Yeah. That's right. And ain't nobody right. else gonna get my miracle because <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, right? Sorry. I had gotten to the point, and, I, yeah. and I'm being very transparent. You are. I had gotten to the point. I was I was on the bus. Uh-huh. And I had told, I said, you take the you take the, the minivan. We had a minivan at Yeah, we had a minivan. And I said, you take the minivan. Regardless of what, if we decide to go that route and get a divorce, you're going to take the minivan. I'll worry about everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't want any stress on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was on the bus and I was reading and I was studying. I was I was reading and I was studying. I'm getting into this. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you got three minutes. I was. <laughs> we got six. Right. So <laughs> I was reading and I was studying. And I was, I was in this, I was whatever the book name was, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wait a minute. I re- I was reading about a POW, and long story short, he realized that nobody was coming to save him, save him. Right. And that resonated with me, and that made me say, I gotta save myself. Mm-hmm. Right. That's key. I'm, if I'm going to be what. Yep. I, what I aspire to be, what, what yep. God wants me to be, I'm yep. going to have to save my, if I'm going to have the marriage that I want, I'm going to have to, with God, build that yes. myself. Yes. And no, that's, that's so true. Yeah. 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 No, that's so true. I think, I think the, the bottom line is, you know, we as men got to let our actions speak louder than our words. Mm-hmm. And I think when that does, you know, one thing about women, they look at what you do. Not what you say. They listen to what you say, but they look at what you do. And during the courtship, I was doing those things that got her attention. Now that I'm married, I have to maintain. I just told her today, I said, you know, if I can just shut my mouth half the time and just let my actions speak, I don't have to say anything because it's going to speak for itself. You're helping so many men out there. That's a fact. You are. Like, you're helping so many people and not just men, but I want the women to also listen and hear that it's okay to have a standard. Mm. It's okay to have a bar set. As much as I loved him, I loved him down, but you weren't meeting your promise. You made a promise, you made an oath, you made a vow, and you wasn't doing what you were supposed to do. And I'm trying now, you know, the Lord is doing the best that he can with me. And I'm trying and and I'm saying, listen, you know, it's, it's okay to put that fire and say, you've got to produce 
-hmm. or else God is going to have to come and do something. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. God don't come and do nothing, mm -hmm. then I'm left to my own devices mm -hmm. because what I have learned is that I don't care how strong or how powerful a woman is. A woman still has no problem being submissive to godly security. Amen. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. And Winter, you know, you are a whole powerhouse, baby. I would listen to them live. And she would say, listen, Joker, with that Arkansas accent. Listen, <laughs> there, Joker. Don't be sliding up in my DM. <laughs> yeah. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. Yeah. And I used to be like, Lord, yeah. is she going to find anybody, Jesus? Because, I mean, yeah. everybody just keeps sliding in the, in the DM, and she's sliding them right on out. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, it was like a whole slip and slide. They just slid on in the Kevin. <laughs> Oh, Winter, how did That's you maintain your standard um, in the moments when it was lonely? So, you know what? You know, Mira, you and I have worked together in ministry. Mm -hmm. So, you know how focused I am. I'm very committed to the call that God has um, given me to fulfill. But I was in one of those kind of fence straddling um, seasons for a while. So a lot of my choices, how my choices got better, I decided to stop straddling the fence in my personal walk with the Lord. And so it's easy when you submit to his standard and, and his will. And so at that point, once I realized, because I, I wrote this book called Clowns, Counterfeits, and Covenant. Okay. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. She did, y'all. And, oh, wow. and, and they can find that book where? Because some yes. of y'all need it. Yes, on Amazon. You can go to Amazon.com and, and, and purchase it. So Clowns, Counterfeits, and Covenant. And I was saying in the church world, we're very keen on saying, oh, I dated a counterfeit. And what the Holy Spirit revealed to me is that, honestly, most of us never get to our walk with the Lord to even entertain a counterfeit because a counterfeit looks almost like the real thing. What we really entertain is clowns for the most part. And I realized that I was a season ticket holder at the circus. And if I wanted to ever attract covenant, I had to become worthy of attracting covenant. And I wasn't, I really wasn't. I had to be introspective and a lot of women don't want to be. And if we truly desire to have a man of God and not a preacher, because my husband's not a pastor or a preacher, uh, but he does, he is a man of God. He does truly aspire to live out the word of God and live according to God's will. And God would never give you a man that you would mishandle when he's his son. And so just like we don't want to be mishandled, we got to be careful not to mishandle men of God as well. So there's a preparation that takes place, I believe, before you truly encounter covenant. So I was firm on standards, A, because my daddy raised me like that. And so I was uh, <laughs> the oldest of three girls. My daddy spoiled us rotten and, and treated us very well. I grew up with my dad in the house. And so he set the standard. And so that, that first and foremost, so that's where you get a lot of that sass. Because I was like, my daddy ain't never told me to shut up. You're not going to come here telling me to shut up. <laughs> Okay. She means it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. And so a lot of that foundation was there. Aside from that, my mom was very um, good about teaching us to know who we were and not just, you know, by the world standard, but in the Lord, my mom is a, is a word Smith. And I do mean, she taught us the word. And so those were things that were a great foundation, but I truly had to go through my personal journey and transformation with the Lord on my own 
to get to the place of covenant. And so a lot of what I teach women and I teach men, is like, you got to address the clown behavior in yourself. Uh, because once you do that, you become more equipped. Your discernment becomes more keen and you can truly identify counterfeit versus covenant. I got a lot of um, counterfeits closer to my meeting, Kevin, literally. And so um, I just think we need to take the time that's necessary to really address and be prepared. Covenant requires preparation and God does, does uh, ordain covenant marriages. And I'm grateful that we're entering, I believe, a season where covenant marriages are coming forth and springing forth. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad <laughs> that the show is almost over we're, and we want to get some really quick questions out there for you guys. This is your first Christmas. It's your first holiday. You did Thanksgiving together for the first time. And oh my goodness, Winter was like, I cooked all this stuff. And them suckers ain't leave me no pie. So, <laughs> 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 so Kevin, leave me some pie. <laughs> I, I, I set aside a piece of pie for her seriously and wrapped it up. And I had no clue how the kids act on Thanksgiving. I was like blown away. Wow. I said, babe, I'm buying us a refrigerator to put up in our bedroom so that you can have all the pie you want. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so Winter, what is it like now for the first time you're now married to the love of your life? You know, like you are literally living your best life. Everything is going great. Career, ministry, and now like your personal life is kind of come together in a way that I don't think you really imagined fully, but you just had a glimpse of what you wanted. What does it feel like to really be a Mrs. for the first time around the holidays? I think it's wonderful because at heart, I'm a Southern belle. And yes. so for me, it's being able to live out that Betty Crocker in me yeah, to yeah. really, to really like, you know, be a mom, be a wife, be a, you know, semi homemaker. Um, I don't work outside of the home. I'm, I'm grateful. I don't have to do that, but still, you know, there's always, I think for a lot of women that grow up with this idea of being a wife, like you think about like cooking for your family and, you know, preparing for the holidays, buying gifts and, you know, being able to spend that time. So for me, it's been a sigh of relief. I We'll go back to Thanksgiving and when I cook. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm a natural cook and I learned from my mom and my grandmother. And so I'm the person that cooks everything. And so Kevin kept saying, because he's a helper at heart. Servant. And uh, ser yeah, servant, servant, help, whatever you whatever I need, okay. Kevin will provide. Okay. <laughs> and so um, so much so one of the things I've had to adjust to is having someone who's willing to serve and willing to help. I'm used to doing it all myself. But one of the things I don't mind doing myself is cooking. And you actually hinder me when you were in the kitchen. You just in my way. Yes. So he kept saying, babe, how can I serve? How can I help? I said, I don't need no help. I got this. He said, but there's no way you can cook all this food you're talking about without help. I said, oh, yes, I can. Just give me, give me, give me 50 feet. Let me do what I do. And, and just sit down, you know, watch football. Um, and he was like, but there's nothing. You don't want me to chop? I said, no, I'm good. Tell him what happened. I woke up the next day. First of all, she was she was sleep on the couch because she had food lines going like twelve midnight, two, four, six in the morning. Everything was coming out, and I I woke up the next morning. I said, I don't know how you did this, but I'm a believer, and I ain't got nothing to say next time you say this next year. I ain't got yeah. nothing to say. I'm not getting <laughs> she, in your way, baby. I'm she not had four or five different meats. 
five or six different vegetables and stock. Every, everything was laid out. My dad, my mom came over. They just shook their head. They said, son, just go sit down and watch football like she said. Wow. Well, listen, it's wonderful. Yeah. I read somewhere, Kevin, that, you know, you really just love to spoil. Like, you just you just love to spoil, right? Look at us. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Y'all can't see the I, I got, That's probably the only thing that gets me in trouble. I mean, yeah. that, that's one of the things I should say. You know, guys, we get in trouble on a lot of things. But yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to go a little bit extra because of the way mm -hmm. I feel towards her. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 was just, I was just praying about this. You know, we got a prayer team that prays with us every week, right? And I said, look, I, got, I know in the year 2021, I got to have more balance. Because uh, when I walked in on Thanksgiving and I had like five, four or five different bouquets of flowers and the, the poinsettias and the thing you put on the table and the, the, yeah. the flowers upstairs, the flowers. There, she said, what do you think we run the floors? Right. But, see, <laughs> but see, I changed that. I've been doing that since we recorded. I just did two. Now this was a special occasion, so I have to got upped it up to five. You know, <laughs> he does not. He does not have like a barometer of like there's big and then there's bigger. Like there's yeah. no like small and big for him. And yeah. he's telling that God on his truth. I know for women listening to me, like how can we find us a Kevin? I don't know. He doesn't have any brothers, but um, what I will say for me, I'm a my love language is gifts, but I like you know thoughtful things. It has to be thoughtful things that have meanings, but I don't require like a lot. I'm not a, a, a high maintenance woman in that aspect, mm -hmm. right. but he's, he really like, he's a giver. He's a servant and he's a giver. So for him, that's how he expresses. So in Kevin's mind, I was sharing this. We were uh, on our honeymoon and we went to St. Lucia and he planned everything. Okay. Who goes to St. Lucia in the middle of a pandemic? We did. So he had arranged this honeymoon uh, in St. Lucia and it was wonderful. We stayed at a wonderful resort and I'm walking the beach and I'm like, babe, I love the beach. And he was like, you love it. I love the beach. He's like, I'm gonna buy you. A, I'm gonna buy you an Island one day. Like he doesn't think I'm gonna bring you back to oh, St. Lucia. Man. He thinks I'm gonna buy you an island one day. <laughs> and I'm like, who hey. buys islands? Like this, like this is this is his mind. Well, your queen, the, good, the, the good news is, and this is no joke without getting into a lot of business, because we'll talk about this another time. But God has blessed us to have a hotel in Vegas, and that is real, real stuff, real talk. So uh when God starts showing you promised land blessings kingdom yes. blessings mm -hmm. and and you start walking in it and then you know we we just signed a deal 25 acres right there on the strip Vegas south of the Mandalay Bay and and you know so God has expanded our capacity like a J bass blessing so Amen. when I'm like now this is my my queen are you kidding me God you bigger than all of this right. so why can't I do this for my queen yes yes Kevin, listen, you have just given us new goals. <laughs> look, 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 look hold on, let me back no up. Problem. Let me back up. I don't want to get brothers in trouble because I didn't start like this. So let me let me say this, please, because a lot of brothers who mean well, okay, mm -hmm. I want to be honest, because mm -hmm. before I can do what I'm talking about doing now, I, just a little bit over a year ago, I had a situation that, that happened that caused my business to struggle. And I was real struggle, like, like, I don't want to get into it, like real struggle, okay? Yeah. Right, but right. my heart was in the right place. I was mm -hmm. trying to just put together the two nickels that God had given yeah. me, yeah. but yeah, I was about talk. obedience. 
And so some brothers, like, if you would have called me a year ago, I couldn't have done all of that, right? But my heart was there. And and I, you know, I probably would have went out and bought some dandelions out the field and come back or whatever I would have done. You know, went to my father's garden at home where they had plants out in the backyard, bought the roses, you know, for no cost. But right. I'm saying, but the motivation, the guys, all I'm saying is you regardless whether you have the money or not, because you know, you probably heard just heard me say a few things. But brothers, seriously, if you gotta go out and just, hey, can I get a few flowers on on credit? Because right. my my bride deserves them or whatever it may be, you know, go to the store. She like candy bars. She like this car caramel candy bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, caramel. Caramel candy bar. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. just not nothing expensive. But to that's her, right. I bring that little caramel $1.50, $1.75 candy bar. And she lights up. So I'm yeah. saying, brothers, it's not about like the big things like always, but it's trying to be to hear the, the things that she likes. And yeah. so I knew that she likes those like flowers and candy most women like that of course women like other things too like yeah. I, like she's not a diamond like other than her ring she's not into jewelry like yeah. i didn't try to offer jewelry she's not that's not her thing so 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 he's really trying to understand what's relevant so i want to make it clear to brothers who are out there struggling like i was a year ago yeah. Until, yeah. until god said okay we're gonna move you from egypt to the prop to the promised land and look i'm blessing the prophet too so i want a prophet's reward right mm. So, mm. So, we're gonna mm. have you back mm. honestly we really are gonna have you back kevin because i think that um oh. and this here is real talk there are so many in particular, African-American men that really have a desire to be great, not yeah, just yeah. to be great for someone else, but to really have that have that self-image and that self-worth yeah. to be able to say that I've worked hard, um, I have accomplished, I had a goal, I had a dream, and I was able to get it done, but some of them just unfortunately don't have a map or a coach along the way to sure. say, this is how you make that happen. And so I would love for us to have you back on the show, Kevin, to really talk about the process of manhood. They get the, they get the process of boyhood, the process of, thugism. Be, of thugism and being a male, but being a man requires a different type of process mm -hmm. and the woman that you desire to have is a part of that process yeah. but yeah. if you don't do the work on the road of that process you're not gonna get that woman that's right you know what i mean that's right. i love that i love you guys and i love seeing your love um yeah. it's something about black love that really just gives <laughs> humanity hope because you can look on the billboards and you can see every other demographic. You can see every other race, every other culture. But for some reason, you don't see a lot of us. Mm -hmm. So to be able to see us and be in a, in a posture of, of success according to God's standards, mm -hmm. not according to man, because God does not want his children to be broke and i say all the time right. i don't believe that jesus wore sandals that belong to somebody else i don't believe that the, <laughs> that the threads and right. jesus's robe because <laughs> he's the son of god right and Amen. so he had to look like a king he had to look like the son of god and so what does that look like as a man. And so yeah. Winter, I want you to leave us with what does that look like being 
look and feel like being a daughter of the king who has now been blessed with the king's son. I love what you're sharing. Can I just add what I believe that God will use as an example through our marriage is that especially for black women, can I just say that? Especially yeah. for black women, we're told we can't be strong. We can't be mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. We can't have goals. We can't have vision and still get a man. Mm-hmm. We're, we're told we have to water that down, right? Yeah. And so what this process has done for me is reaffirm that because I am a daughter of the king, I do deserve God's best. Mm-hmm. I do deserve his best. And God has no less than his best for me. And so if I'm willing to go through my process, there is a due season where you can reap if you don't give up, if you don't fall for the clown, if you don't fall for the counterfeit. And so I think it gives it also a measure of hope that for so often, because, you know, now he's a very successful man. And oftentimes there's this narrative that most successful black men don't choose a black woman. Well, hear me when I say this, I am full, you know, I'm fully black, okay? (laughs) And he's chosen a black woman to walk this road with him. Uh, But also this is an example of what it means to not just, you know, walk into wealth, but walk into kingdom wealth, what it means to be a good steward over what God has given you. We understand that we're not blessed just for ourselves, but there's um, a mandate. There's a responsibility that we have to go back out and be fishers of men, be disciples, make sure that we are impactful in the community. Uh, but I love that because of the tension in our world with uh, around race relations, what we're showing is that God hasn't forgotten about us. Yeah. Is that he he's he's he he remind he's mindful of of whites, blacks, Hispanics. It doesn't matter. He's just pouring out blessings upon his people. A lot of it is just obedience. You heard Kevin mention obedience. I talk about it often. Obedience. That is really what brings the favor and abundance into our life. Obedience. And so for men that are listening, obedience. For women that are listening, yeah. obedience is the plug. And I do believe we're, we're entering a season of immense favor, but it's going to boil down to our obedience. So I'm encouraged. My journey has encouraged myself because yeah. I was on the opposite side saying, you know what? These ninjas here wear yeah. my last <laughs> nerve down. Yeah. And I was losing hope. I was like, yeah. Lord, I don't know if what I see really exists. And if yeah. he exists, you're going to have to form him out of Plato because it don't <laughs> seem like he is yeah. in the flesh. And so when I finally met Kevin, it was like I could breathe again. Yeah. Like, okay, God, I'm. this is not a figment of my imagination. This yeah. man is really for real. I will say, even from the time we entered a courtship, Kevin was like, we need to have an intercessory prayer team just because of some of the things that we're going into. And a lot of my close friends were brought in and every week for literally almost the last eight or nine months, we have met weekly to pray with our prayer team to, to cover our relationship in prayer and, and the things that God has given us charge over. And so we're big proponents of making sure we pray, but that started with him. That's, yes. that's leading. Yes. And, yes. um, I, I think we need, we need more men. I, I, I encourage him like Men need your example is needed. I get men that message me all the time because of what I share about him. And it's not made up. This is what he lives. I get a lot of men that message me and say, Hey, can I get connected to your husband? Or does your husband have a men's ministry? Uh, Because it is necessary and it's needed, but more so the example is not there. The example of how to be committed to Christ and be successful and see the success is not necessarily there. And they don't understand. 
Yeah, yeah. they don't understand that yeah. it is possible. It's but possible. a lot of that boils down to obedience. And he's integral. Yeah. Hands down, yeah. he's integral. Um, and people don't believe men wait. Lies from the pit of hell. <laughs> he waited. He really waited. And I can remember distinctly, he didn't kiss me until we got engaged. The first time we ever kissed was when we got engaged. And um, I can remember that day. She, oh my yes. gosh, it's in 20 seconds. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so y'all are going to have to come back on another show. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll do. I am so, I'm serious. I am so honored to even us having the yeah, opportunity yeah. of being able to really talk to Black love mm -hmm. and how amazing Black love is. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. We thank you guys so much for your yes, time. Thank you. This thank is you for not going to be the last time yes. because. We yeah. got to get Kevin back to teach yeah. people how to go buy a hotel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Y'all, yeah. thank you so much thank for tuning you. in. You thank know where you. you can catch us. We love you all with the love of Christ. Always remember, there's absolutely, positively nothing that two people cannot do as long as one of them is God and the other one is you. Continue to be great. God first, family second, business third. Yes. Thank I you really for having us. to reach out because I do think... Kevin, that we may want to do like uh, a monthly segment with just men. No me, just mm -hmm. having different men mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. our panel to really talk mm -hmm. about manhood. Yeah. I think that a lot of guys really would love to know what do they need to do. I don't think that people really just want to be busted for the rest of their life. I mean, some people do. But many just don't want to be busted for the rest of their life. That's yeah, not right. what they desire. Yeah. They really want an example. And um, Winter, if I if I cuss, I would say you are the S H I T. If I go to hell. But we thank y'all for your time. We wish you much much success. Have Thank an amazing you. Christmas. Thank you. And I'll have yeah. our team reach out to get you guys back on the show. Yes. Sounds we'll good. Thank, Thank you for, you for having, having us, Amira, Thank Chris. It's so you. good to see you guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of what you're doing. Let me know what I need to do to, to promote as well. Um, but I'll definitely get the word out. Okay. Thank, Thank you, guys. God bless Bye. You. God bless Bye. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's the Chris and Amira Show. Chris and Amira.